Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives of varying skill range. I am the professional race car driver this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who drives the short bus, Keith. Hello. And with us, the one with his learner permit, our returning guest, my brother, Aaron. Hey. This week, Liz uh, went out to go visit family, so she wasn't available for this week, so she'll be back again next week, but thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us. This week, we had a listener pick from our listener, Matthew, who suggested that we play Forza Horizon 5 by Playground Studios. So if you've heard our Forza Horizon 4 episode, you kind of know what this game is about. It's an arcade racing, it's an arcade racing game. I guess, I don't know, I, I was going to say first person, but I guess, I guess you could arcade change it into simulation. Really- yeah, that's actually good. It's, I guess, arcade simulation because it actually does have a lot of realistic elements to it that would, I guess, make it a simulation. But uh, going around, for me, as if anyone's heard our Forza Horizon 4 episode, this game has not changed much. So for me, yeah, this is still a definite game. There is, I don't know about you guys. For me, I didn't find too much different, but I guess we'll get into it. But I still loved, absolutely loved Forza Horizon 5. So for me, this is a definite game. Yeah, and nothing's really changed enough for me to change any of my opinions about this. So I guess this might be a really easy episode in terms of uh, my <laughs> opinions, but I I still love this game and definitely a playthrough. So is this like one of the random episodes where you just get to say ditto? You know, just check out the last episode, ditto this episode. Uh, yeah, this is a... <laughs> just end the episode. Yeah, just yeah that's it, guys. Thanks just for joining, the last Aaron. We're glad you also thing. like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, this is a game, obviously. Who doesn't give it a game? It's it's a game, I wouldn't say definite game. I I, th- I think kind of what we've you've already stated here. I think that some of the points are a little bit stale, but again, we'll get into that. Yeah, so the story of Forza Horizon 5, it's, it's the same as at least the past three, uh, where you are, you know, part of this Forza Horizon festival that goes to a different country and you... And a bunch of your friends essentially terrorize the locals and destroy their property. But everyone finds it okay because it's a festival. So why not? So yeah, you're just going around and continuously setting up events and doing new races, street races, drag races, what have it, have not. And just continue growing this festival. But I always want to ask you guys. So Aaron, you've played majority of the Forza Horizons as well, right? Uh, yeah, I think I've played every one at this point. So I don't know about you guys. But as far as the story goes, I kind of miss the original Forza 1 and 2, where you start off as like a no-name driver, and you got to like progress and go up. But the past couple Forzas have just been, you know, you're you're the best driver. Like, as soon as you start the game, they're like, you're the top of the, like, of fame, and everyone knows you, and you just are doing the thing. I kind of wish it would go back, and you would just be a no-name driver kind of thing, and kind of progress your way. I understand the root of it, but... I don't know. What did you guys think of the story? Was there any much difference? Did you guys want more or do you just not care? Oh, I mean, I, let me tell you, I was I was so invested. I was <laughs> I was so in on this. The character development in, in this game is just beyond anything I've ever seen, really. I, I just all I wanted to do is win, win, win. <laughs> but kind of, you know, support my family but, back home, you know, but character yeah, development. I, I like I guess like I do agree with you that I, I kinda wish it would have made more sense that yeah, if you just start out as like, hey, you have to do these and almost work because you work up to these grander events, it would just make more sense. Like otherwise it's like, I don't know, you're the, the driver that everyone's been waiting to show up. So you show up and they're like, But you don't get to do the fun stuff yet. Like, wh- why? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think yeah. it's I, I think it's gonna be kind of a common theme as we talk about this. It, it's a great game. It's a game everybody should play and can play. It's it's super accessible for everybody to to just kind of jump into it. But you have to look at it and say, well, what what needs to evolve? 
And story seems like an easy place that it could evolve in the future. Um, I think there's another way that this game could evolve. Um, and I, I just think general structure, like we think about back in early PlayStation days, playing like Project Gotham Racing on the Xbox or playing, um, gosh, what was that one you used to play? Midnight Club. Uh, where, do, you remember, do you remember the one I used to play, Tokyo Extreme Racer? Yes, that Tokyo Extreme Racer. Awesome. Those had these interesting developments in there. So you've it almost had like an RPG style progression system built into it. I would love or to Need see for Speed like Underground. That. that was another one too that had like actually a pretty big story. Really, yeah, that's all of another... the Need for Speeds, honestly. Yeah, so I, it, it's kind of one of those things. I'm I'm sorry, my phone's going off. I got I got to mute it. Um, that's kind of one of those time things. First podcast like, here. When I well, it, it's not my fault. Okay, it's actually <laughs> Lindsay's fault. She uh, she started. She put different sounds and beepity boops on there. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you look at this, it's. I, I think you can change up some of the style to still make it open world, still make it fun in that sense, um, and also add a story in there. Like I, To me, I think those should be the natural evolutions. Those should be the next steps. I think the hardest part about it is if you compare it to the Need for Speed games, that there was like conflict. There was a reason for that. You were taken out by another driver. Like These, these Forza events, well, like Andrew said, you're terrorizing a countryside, doing everything but actually killing people and animals you're it they're wholesome everybody wants them there there's no there's no reason to throw a conflict in there and i think that's what hurts the story and makes it hard to tell one in this in this game i will say there is kind of like small bite-sized stories when you do like like these series events like there's one where you like progressively are like upgrading this like old style volkswagen like beetle and like it kind of gives like these small side stories like a forza four you know you had like the stunt driver where you were doing like kind of a movie they're just super small bite size i I mean it's hard to say they're really kind of a stories but they at least have these series that are like scattered throughout that kind of try to tell a story but i feel like they're trying to introduce these characters and you know because in this one you the game takes place in mexico and so you're you're interacting with a lot of like organizers that are from mexico and they're kind of giving backstory about themselves but i just i, I felt like keith i literally could not care about these people because i'm like there's, there's no story like who, who are you this guy's telling me this whole story about how he's a great street racer and blah 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 and i'm just like well, i don't know make like actually make this a thing it's just i don't know it was always every time someone was talking it was just noise to me yeah and they're generally very cheesy dialogue too like yeah. that whole conversation with that guy the first time he goes on explaining all how great this guy is, and then you just go, "It was you, wasn't it?" He's like, "Teehee, no, <laughs> I'll never tell." <laughs> but can you remember a character from any of these games? No, no, absolutely. It's almost to the point where you just you, you, you don't even need a story. Why even waste time on voice actors at this point? Because that's, that's not point. why anybody's coming to these games. But I, th- I think there is a way that you could do that in the future. I think. This is really going to weigh heavy on people if they do another Forza Horizon game and it's another festival story, the same as the last ones, it's just in a new location. I think that starts to weigh on people a little bit. I think make it like an international thing where you travel between different locations. And then if like if you remember, you're like we're talking about older racing games, the original Gran Turismo and Gran Turismo 2, you had licenses and you had like had to work your way up to get these faster cars. Yeah, that's what you, you do in, uh, in Horizon and, 1 and 2. It's yeah, the same well, thing. Well, that's true too. But and, and that's what's so disappointing. Like Forza, like 
this game, you can spin the wheel, get really lucky, and hey, I have an S2 car. And immediately, I just have the fastest cars in the game. And it just, it does take a little bit of the fun about it, actually. Now that, like, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I would say it takes the fun out of it. Because, like, it is kind of cool that it is, like, a sandbox game. Like, literally, you get to jump into the sandbox and play with essentially all the toys right away. So I, I do like that it doesn't limit you. But the fact that all these games are in Game Pass, I would like something to be a little bit different because essentially with this one, I could recommend four and three and you're still essentially getting very similar of the same game, just different locations, which I will say the locations drastically change the gameplay because for me, four, I did not care for Great Britain. Three, you took an Australia and I actually really liked that one. That one was my favorite map. I think this one might be my new favorite map, but yeah, I just... Since these games are very similar, I would just like something slightly different. And, you know, if it's not your cup of tea, heck, you can still go back to 5, 4, and 3. They're still great games. Like, they don't age out or anything like that. The gameplay is still solid. The cars and graphics, everything is still great. So, yeah, I, I, just, I just think that would, it would be nice if they did something great with it. But, yeah, I mean, the game is still essentially the same of you just going around, doing what you want to do, race what you want to do. But I've kind of noticed, for some reason, with Forza Horizon 5... I've been meeting people that normally do not like racing games or haven't played a Forza game, but this one hooked them hard. And I don't know, did you guys feel that at all? Like, was this any different for you? I can't say that I feel overly different about it. I, I, like, I'm jazzed up about it. I love it. it. I've got zero to complain about it. If there was anything in particular about this game that hooked me more than four did, other than I, I agree with you generally as far as I think the environment's better. I like the way that it's built but i think a lot of that actually comes with just improved capabilities of game development along with just making smarter decisions yeah i don't think there was a i don't think there was a moment in this game that wowed me because it did feel like i've i've seen this before i've seen this before i've seen this before even like even the kind of what do they call them showcase races those big showcase at this point i mean i i raced a hovercraft in the last game a massive hovercraft so i mean you know, or or a jet. Why why would you ever race a jet? That doesn't even make sense. So, you know, I've I, when you get to that point where you feel like, all right, you you really can't do anything else that's gonna wow me. Although I will say, when they first showed this off at E three, the one thing that wowed me, there was one thing that stuck out to me, and it was graphics, and most specifically the rocks. I don't oh, know yeah. why. Like I, it was, there has to be some weird scientific thing to this, but rocks were an indication that the graphics were good because I think rocks have looked the same for so long in video games that that the first moment I saw rocks that looked more natural, it stuck out. Uh, That was the one thing that wowed me and it was at E3. And I don't think I've noticed in game the rocks looking any different, but that was it. Other than that, the experience feels pretty much the same. So I, I can pick it up. I can play it for 15 minutes. I could play it for two hours. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of it. I know. That's what kind of surprises me. Like, I agree with you, Aaron. The showcases. Yeah. For one, I didn't think there was as many. I think there's like seven or eight. And yeah, as you said, with like the last one, you know, you do, you've raced a hovercraft. Yeah. A jet. I think at one point a blimp, like you literally raced like everything event. imaginable. The Halo event was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although that, that was, was cool. three, wasn't that it? One, that no, was- that was yeah, so yeah, I don't know. The Halo four. event was was one that was like that stuck out. That was special, and and yeah, these yeah. these weird big things. And honestly, the showcase 
I, I don't want them to be difficult, but they're kind of just a joke. Like outside of stopping your car a bit. and just not trying, as long as you continue driving forward at all times, and then there's going to come a mm-hmm. point where it's like, oh, you magically are way faster and you won by a split second. <laughs> or if you race a perfect race, you win by a split second. It's it yeah. <laughs> feels well, it, it is too scripted. And that's one of the things that I think is kind of a shame about the showcase and, and makes them fall a little bit flat. Yeah, the showcase, like I, I totally agree with you. I was actually just doing a bunch today and I was doing the same thing. Like I just did the monster truck one where you're a buggy versus monster trucks, which is cool. Like I will say the great thing about the showcases, it really flexes like just the cool creativity of this game and like yeah, yeah. the graphics and the sound. It's just a I mean, it's what the race is. It's essentially a showcase. When you're of the racing game. as the what parade game... float, like that's an awesome one. It's, oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you're going off that the cliff. good. Except I was annoyed that you jump off the cliff and it stops the game. Like it doesn't show it crash. I wanted to see the float <laughs> crash and break yeah, apart. That would have been that was that kind of been a cool like graphic display right there. Like show what you can do with a bunch of fireworks and an exploding bus. No one was getting hurt. It's not like they're showing death. It's just a destruction <laughs> of a bus that was implied. But it. it I was also disappointed I didn't unlock the float and I could drive in and race. I mean, that would be cool to have too. Now that's, yeah. But I, but that's kind of, doesn't it go against kind of their ethos? They don't destroy anything. I mean, vehicles. I guess true. So no, everything's you lightly you, cosmetic. You, you can turn on realistic Yeah, damage. but it never really gets beyond like, oh, you lose your spoiler. You get some smashed, smashed up scratches and stuff. But it doesn't, it's not realistic damage. You don't get a flat left tire. You know, the car doesn't catch fire and explode like a Need for Speed type of game. It's it's purely cosmetic when you turn on realistic damage. But I was going to say that yeah. you, you bring up a good point with the monster truck one, and I forgot about this because this is the one thing that I think that they actually did add into Forza Horizon 5 that hasn't been there is that like real true arcade mode where they have these like obstacle yeah. courses and you know you're doing you're taking the monster truck and doing flips and you're actually doing these cool things with it like i i'll be honest i i haven't actually explored like enough user created things but i feel like there's got to be some really cool custom things that people have built yeah i've done a couple and that's okay and i i actually glad you brought this up keith so i've done a couple and they are pretty cool but for me they're kind of buried and like I remember this during E3 when we're like, oh, we have these new things where you explore like the ancient ruins, and it's like, well, you kind of do that anyway. Just you know, you're just in another country doing it, like that's not something really unique. And then at, literally at the very end of the E3 showcase, they showed a quick snippet of the arcade, like, hey, you're playing bowling, hey, you're hitting pinatas, like you're doing these cool, fun, wacky things. But it was such a side note, and I felt like it still is in the game, and that kind of makes me sad. You just gotta like dig a little bit to find these cool hidden gems that people have created and i wish it was more upfront with it because that is actually something unique and different you you know you actually bring up another like i have one kind of large bugaboo with all of these games the menus mm-hmm. i yeah. hate the menus yeah there's there's like five different panes you can flip through and then there's a bunch of squares all over that pane, there's like nine to 12 different squares on there to do these specific things. How have they not evolved this? This is, again, it's the same looking menu for every stinking game. I hate them. Their hate best them so answer much. to it was what they added in. Well, I guess it's always been there too, but they really kind of evolved it in four maybe was the like GPS system that with the D-pad. But even that is so like yeah. not intuitive, not well built. So I... I, I as soon as you started to talk about it, it's like I know where you're going with this, and 
Oh my god. <laughs> the, between that and then there's like the Forzathon stuff that pops up every time. And there's like three yeah. different ways you can change cars and sometimes it's just selecting a car to look at and modify, but you're not getting in it. It's the the menus are way too way too much. I will agree. Yeah. Because then you got like Forza points and every week they have like this main event thing. And to me, I it, I, I get lost. I just, there's so much my screen is littered with when you, I look at the map for races that are going on. It's really hard for me to navigate things that are going on, even though I've played these Forza games, all of them. And yeah, I agree. I always hated the menus. It's it, But it's, how do you fix it? There's so much in this game and so much you can do. It is, it's, I feel like it's kind of a hard problem to fix. It may be. And, and because when you add in the fact of the seasons that they do, like the weekly changes, the fours are fine. It, it is complicated, but I don't know, figure it out. I'm not, I'm not the one who gets paid to do yeah. that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not a game designer over here. I just know when I don't yeah. like it. I'm here to complain about I mean, it. They, they should exactly. be listening to us. Obviously we we have very important things to say. <laughs> we have tens of people who listen to us every week. And, and maybe they may even agree with us. So five of them are our parents. <laughs> My parents don't know what a podcast is. Get out of here. But yeah, I do wish they would kind of fix that stuff up because it is just so confusing. Because with the Forzathon things, they're always very much like, hey, you need to do this specific car. But there's not like, hey, press A on this menu. We'll bring you to this car, or show you how to buy it. Like this last one, you had to drive like a 1931 Bentley Supercharge. And I was like, cool, I have that. No, I have a 1930 Bentley <laughs> Supercharge. Does not count. And it was like, oh, it would have been nice if I could just like press A at the menu and they just show me what car I need. Instead, I had to like go to my list of cars that I have, which I have like 160 right now, and try to see if I can find it. And I apparently don't have it. And it's like, well, how do I get it? Well, that's, that's weird because so, I feel like it does that for a lot of races. Like it's like, hey, you don't have the right one. You can rent it or buy it. And it, like – when you do a race, yes, but no, no, no. This is part of like the weekly challenge that they do. When you actually go to like the weekly seasonal menu, and this is like where you can unlock time exclusive cars and cosmetics. It was one of those gotcha. challenges. Yeah, so it's just it's really confusing, and it's just it's kind of unfortunate too. Like, well, so this game every week is a new season, which is very similar to what they did in four, but you know this time you know it takes place in Mexico, so you're not really dealing with you know winter like heavy snow winter or like, you know, wet fall or wet spring. Instead, it's kind of dictated by storms, which I actually really loved. I think the storms are really cool in it. Yeah, every week you have these specific cosmetics. And I think it's just kind of unfortunate that the very first week you could get a, you could get the DeLorean, but now it's not there anymore. And so now you can either buy from the auction house for a crazy amount of money or just wait till it appears again. I don't know. I, I kind of get annoyed sometimes with the limited exclusives that you can get. Because if you don't play the game that week, you're not getting that cool car you wanted. Yeah. I mean, I do and I don't because there's so many cars. That I'm like, yeah, I might not have gotten one that I wanted, but there's 30 others that I'm like, this is super cool. I'm into this. That I, I don't know that I'd ever feel like too bummed out about not having one specific car. There, There's just so many cars. It's And it's a nonstop flow of cars. I, I Andrew was just bragging on how many cars he just had. I don't know how many cars I have, but I'm going to guess it's not that far off because you've got a, and I, I I do think this is its benefits and its drawback is the steady flow of cars is great because it gives you a variety constantly, but it's awful because they're, you're really, I don't feel like I'm progressing for anything. I'm just running into cars. Yeah. Like I'm just <laughs> getting them all the time. So if I miss the DeLorean, I, I don't even think I would have noticed 
or cared because I've got about 350 other cars that I can go play with. That, that's not an accurate number. I don't actually know how many well, cars and, I have. And, uh, and with I, that too, one of the things that I think is kind of, I don't know, kind of a bummer in some ways of the game is like you said, because there's no constraints to races when you choose them. Like, yes, it's cool from a sandbox perspective. I, I like that I can do this, but I wish there was something that forced my hand a little bit more. That's like, you have to pick a car that's a B class car and it's this type of range. And there's just not enough of forcing you to do that. So honestly, I just end up racing the same car, like 80% of the time. Cause I'm like, it, okay, I, I can just keep using it. It's not going to stop me. And I know I keep winning races in it. Why would I switch cars? And it's, it, it is kind of one of the faults in the game, but also obviously one of the huge benefits, like Aaron said. Too much freedom. It's like, <laughs> it's so much freedom. It's, it's almost obnoxious because you want a little bit more restriction. In fact, the only friction that I think can think of in this game, and I do give them hats off to this because I think they do a very good job of this. If it notices you're winning a lot of matches, it'll adjust the difficulty for you. Like it asks you and it rewards you more XP for it. Which Does I it, love. So I love yeah. that it's like, hey, you're winning a lot of these. Would you like to bump this up a little bit more? And I don't even know if it's like a, a straight up, you're going from medium to hard. I think it's just like, it makes the racers a little bit better. And it'll give you more XP for winning in there. That's the only friction I ever get in this game. And I, I do think they do a pretty good job of that. Does it, that's does it. it go the opposite way too? Like I've never really noticed because there's that there's I usually I don't lose enough key because well, I, I know honestly because <laughs> I think they did this in fours of four too if I remember and maybe even more of them but I definitely remember it in four is that I don't know I'll like for the first one or two times it asked me I'm like yeah okay I'll do that and then after I start getting to a point where I'm like really fighting for first place or you know doing a lot of replays to get there I'm like yeah I'm I'm good at this level I I don't want to progress anymore thanks for the offer How, do you guys know what difficulty you guys actually race on I I mean I'd I'd have to know what I they know, are bro. but I I think I just start whatever the default is I don't I never change it and then whatever I bump uh, up to so there's something like eight or nine difficulties Dang. I'm like the two down from the highest. Yeah, I, I mean, imagine like any game. If there's that many, it probably starts you the middle or slightly below the middle, and then I guess I probably went up two or two three levels <laughs> from there. I don't know. But yeah, I do love the difficulty of this game. Once again, I remember I mentioned this in the Forza Horizon Four episode. I don't understand the drivatars. They always talk about, hey, we don't have AI in our game. We have drivatars, which is supposed to mimic how that person actually drives. I literally see no difference. And not only that, I'm going against a lot of drivatars that are level one. So these are people who haven't even played the game. So it's like, how are you creating a drivatar of someone who hasn't played the game? The, I, I don't understand the, the drivatars. The only place that I have seen it take effect, and I think it was Curtis who also pointed this out, is that if your drivatar is in a friend's race and you own the car that you're, is in the race, like it, it gives you your skin or it shows them your skin yeah the paint yeah, job so they have in your car yeah there's that but from an actual racing perspective like i'm sure you've seen me plenty of times in there and i generally hit all the checkpoints <laughs> and so you know that's not me <laughs> yeah. yeah i actually was gonna post a picture of that saying like you know driving tires are inaccurate because keith's beating me right now <laughs> yeah and you never you never see keith ramming into walls and that's also <laughs> that's a bit strange. that is my go-to oh, move I since gran turismo 2 it's bouncing off the, walls strategically. The, the other thing that kills me is the rankings aren't right either. So like you see a Dravatar, but 
like of people that I that in my friends list have not played the game. I can go and look and see they have not played the game, and they'll be ranked like, or they'll they'll have a level of like sixty two, and I'm like, you're not, no. <laughs> What, did you guys do you guys notice that too that those aren't not even accurate? really no I, I mean I haven't really paid any attention to it so I'm not saying you're wrong but I don't think I've noticed that I don't think I've noticed that either I think you're wrong <laughs> I'll say I, it I, I, I go and ch- go and check maybe I maybe I am wrong maybe I'm completely making that up but I feel like this is something I've noticed in the last two games at least you'll see drivers on there but you're like those rankings don't make sense like I might see Andrew on there and he's like a 24. And I'm like, I don't think he's a 24. I think oh, he's yeah. higher than a 24 at this point. I'm like 134 but, right now. That's because you cheated. But Yes. <laughs> I didn't cheat. You exploited I the I took game. advantage of the system. <laughs> that's not cheating. <laughs> that's all. I love how many exploits. When this game first came out, I didn't even read the articles, but I saw a bunch of articles about like this old Jeep. Like everyone was exploiting this green army Jeep. Oh, I have that. For like a ton of money. I Every Forza, every time they come out with a new Forza, there's always some sort of major exploit. Every time. Yeah. So starting up with Forza 4, yeah, there was a race that you could farm. No, no, no. You didn't have to farm. Oh, yeah. You, like, made it so there was no AI, and it would just instantly make you win the race and just give you a bunch of experience points. Like, you didn't have to do anything. Or if you like, yeah. it, it was some weird thing like that. And so with this one, as you were mentioning with the difficulty, Aaron, you can make this game so incredibly easy. It actually has a self-driving or a self-turning feature. So all you have to do is hold the trigger and the car will essentially drive itself. So the current exploit was to do one of these huge races, turn off the AI, put the difficulty to maximum, but there's no AI, so it doesn't matter. You just get the rewards of it being on hard difficulty and just let the car drive. And you just got, I did it once and yeah, it gave me like 50 levels and I was like, oh, this is cool. And yeah, Keith's getting all butthurt about it, but I'm okay exploiting a game when it's strictly just giving me cosmetics. Because for me, <laughs> it's just saving me time. I just, like, I could see a sit and farm and play forever, but it's just like, I'd rather just have a bunch of money right now. So, and it doesn't give me an advantage. Like, it takes out the... This is not that, this is not that hyper-competitive of a game. It is so I know, casual. that's why I didn't care. It's, it cracks me up that people exploit, like, the most casual game you can play pretty much on Game Pass is is this. You could just drive the countryside and you're gaining levels just by driving the countryside and having a good time. So and it cracks me up that people are like we're exploiting. I've never not had enough money for anything I've no, ever wanted. In I, this game. I've never think never. twice about fast traveling. Like, what about the five million dollar house? You have five million dollars right now. You could just spend it on that house. I, I, it. it doesn't take you very no, long. You, it, because if you it really even if you're not getting at winning races, like you said, and it's not even exploits. There's just cars that are worth a couple hundred grand that you win frequently. And yeah. honestly, on yeah. my spins, I get plenty of like, here's 150 grand. Just yes, all the time. But yeah, I. I mean, like I said, I. Yeah, I. Obviously, I joke that Andrew cheated, but it, it's. I think it's just funny to me. Also, kind of for that same reason that, like you said, is it's like the one joy in this game is that slow progression of like those yeah. wheel spins and like earning them. Then to just take it out, I'm like, what's even the point of playing the game? Well, there's no end to it, so it's just yeah, Andrew. Like... What's the point? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you feel good about yourself? No. Dirty cheater. <laughs> I, I do feel are. good about myself. No, Tongue-less. I think the enjoyment is the actual races and not only that, but the co-op. The co-op in this game, I think, is a blast. But yeah, this is a big gripe I have. I The Forces servers, I feel like ever, since the beginning of them, since, well, I guess more than since three, because that was when the multiplayer was really prominent in this game, the servers for Forza Horizon suck. Like, still to this day, there's so much issue. Like, we cannot consistently connect to each other. And then when you try to do a race, 
like it doesn't give a proper pop-up. So if your friend doesn't accept, it just kicks them out of the convoy. And like, it's just such a hassle. Like I wish they would just make the multiplayer a bit easier. Cause when this game first came out, the servers were complete garbage. You literally couldn't join friends at all. And that was really annoying. And still to this day, I don't think they're that healthy. I, say, I, I felt like I remember having a few issues in the first week or so, but once we got past that, it seemed to work pretty well. It's just, I mean, I agree it's not the best UI as far as it goes, but I, I feel like the servers just, it's like initially they suck and then they, they come out and they're fine. Because by the like we played a ton of Forza Horizon 4 and I, I, I don't remember having much issues. I remember having some, especially when it came to like connecting to like Forza-thon stuff too. Like it was just, it, it was inconsistent. I don't know, because in some ways, I think the multiplayer, just from the fact that, like, you can see other people racing around, but they don't interfere with your game. They're ghosts, you're ghosts. Like, no one can really screw over your game, but you can you can see them and jump into a game with them at a, at a drop of a hat if you want to. Yeah, I don't know if I've played... I think I played co-op very briefly. It was, like, in the first week or two. I think that was with you, Andrew. And it kept booting you out. Yeah. If I remember correctly, we we just we could only stay in a game for a brief period of time. I don't know if I've attempted it since, honestly. So I was doing it yesterday. Uh, when we were having issues. Uh, that's yeah. That that is obnoxious because it is it's a core like joy of the game is being able to do that. So take so not having good service. It's almost, it seems almost inexcusable for a game this casual. Again, not a hyper competitive game. This needs good casual play, and you need servers for that. Yeah. I mean, it, it it can be hyper competitive, especially if you play like the uh, battle royale mode on it. Oh, see, I so I have a weird thing with the battle royale because there's nothing overly special about it that makes us like, oh my goodness, must play. But there is something really fun about it, and and I really genuinely enjoy it. Actually, it's a good concept. Like it's a smart concept. When I hear. Forza is adding a battle royale. I'm not super confident that's going to be at all interesting. Um, I'm super bad at it. I, I like to drive on roads. And that <laughs> battle royale is, forget roads. Roads do not exist. Yes. You need to find the fastest way to get to this location. And that means driving through the woods and off cliffs and all that stuff. And I'm just not, like that starts to drive me batty a little bit. So I, I always just want to drive the roads, but you will lose if you drive roads. But it, it's, it is. It's not a bad concept. It's a, it's a pretty interesting way of creating a battle royale for an open world racing game. See, I, I love the off, <laughs> I love off-road. Like, that's my go-to when I, and it's one of the reasons that I struggle. And it's usually like halfway through all the showcases and, and all of the, I guess, progress, quote unquote, part of the gameplay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've really tried to drive on roads. And then I'll just all of a sudden have like 150 roads in an hour because I just start doing it. I do think it's funny. Yeah, Yeah, I like I like the leaderboards. Yeah, Keith, like anytime you do something, smashing boards or discovering roads, like he's a quick leaderboard. And yeah, whatever you pop up, you yeah, you have like only like 150 roads. No, actually, I'm I'm pretty good in this one. Hold up, hold up. I know it's a little bit like 300 in this one. I'm over halfway. I know that. You bring up. You just said leaderboards. Can you see leaderboards in this game? I have not been able to find them. Now that I think about it, this. Okay, I, all right. Go back to my original <laughs> complaint about this dang menu. You're telling me you've got like five panels, 12 squares each on each one of these panels, and you don't have a leaderboard on there. I've searched through all those panels trying to find them. You'll see a leaderboard. If you are in first place, you will see the clo- person's closest behind you, or you'll see the person in front of you and how close you are behind them in your friends list. 
I hate that I can't just see the total I list. I don't believe that. I find it, Keith. I'm gonna <laughs> find try. it. Let me know because I don't think it exists. And uh, good luck looking through those menus. So here, here's this is gonna be one of those things that we're gonna say. I don't believe you, but I will absolutely stand corrected if if I can't find it because I'm gonna try. But if I can't find it, I will admit wrongness. <laughs> I also love that this could probably just be Googled. None of us here is going to Google it. I'm just going to make a claim and you have to prove me wrong. That's so, Because I don't think you can. I've, I've searched through uh, trying to figure out, like, where am I on this? Am I even close to the first place guy? I have, I have no clue. Uh, and uh, I could not find it. I searched all through those menus. I'm pretty sure I texted both of you guys and was like, do, do you guys – you guys know I, if you can see this. Like, are you talking about and, uh, like I can't leaderboards as far as like like roads driven, like roads driven? I want to know. Or if I go through a speed trap and I want to know of all my friends, where do we all rank on that speed trap? I don't think that you can actually pull I, it up. It'll only tell you how far behind you are behind the guy in front of you, or if you're in first place, how far the guy is behind I you. Where it, it gives you a prompt that asks you if you want to open like a leaderboard. Show me. I, I, I can't. <laughs> if I had my backbone handy, I would I would pull it up on my phone right now. Just making a claim. I don't think it exists. Because every time it pops up, I'm always looking for it. Because every time I'm like, oh, I want to see. I want to see. Because that's stuff, that's stuff that I get into. I want to know if I'm like third on that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get to first. I'm going to keep doing this thing until I get first. No, I, I agree with you, Aaron. Uh, so I am Googling it, and it looks like you can go to uh, their community forum website at FoolsMotorsports.net and look it up. Yes. All that's, those stinking that's menus, and I have to go to a forum? <laughs> I changed my review. This is a pass. I'm over it. <laughs> all, because of, all because of leaderboards being in a forum unacceptable yeah it is it is very odd that they just they don't make that more intuitive because this game is all about like having a community having clubs having your friends and playing and racing and, and keeping track of things you think they would yeah make it so much easier Oh, so you're actually going to make up you're going to bring me to a gripe now i don't like the way they run clubs on this game i i don't like that it's built on being like an actual xbox club at the same time yeah no, I, I agree. It, it's weird, especially dude, since we're talking about this, how this is the fifth iteration. It's kind of weird that these little things like haven't really been addressed. I don't remember it being like that in old games. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember it being like, is easier like joining a Rocket League club, like just send an invite and they just accepted it in the in-game UI and they were in it. So I, I want to ask you guys, though, as far as the other forces go, where does this map rank for you guys? So, well, so then I, I might have to look it up unless you know off the top of your head, because I know Australia was three, Great Britain was four. Great Britain was four. This is Mexico. Uh, two. Two was France. One was Colorado. Okay. I, I mean, I think this is I think this is the best one, but I, I think I go, like I was saying earlier, it's like the, the way that it's built to, like the destructibility, and it just makes more sense. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to go, uh, all right. I'm just going to go off the last three, only because it's yeah. like the most fresh to me, so it's the ones that I remember the most. Well, those are I all the I'm Xbox go... One forward, right? E yeah. So I'm going to go in reverse on this. I think I liked Australia, Britain, Mexico. I think Mexico is wildly overrated. Really? Like, it gets, it gets talked up. Here's the reason why I think Britain is pretty good is 
So you got to think every time they release one of these games, there's like one gimmick that comes with it. And in that one, the gimmick was the four seasons. And I think they did a really good job showcasing that. And it, it genuinely changed how the game played out. And I, I, I just think Britain in general, yes, the topography was pretty much the same across, which is great, but I thought it was a fun map. I don't like Mexico because its thing is the storms. I don't think you run into the storms enough. And I don't think they're that interesting. Like, I don't think they actually do that much to make the game that interesting for me. So this one becomes forgettable. I, the reason I like Australia the most, though, was I think just because I played the most out of that one, I think I started to fall in love with that one more just because I played that one probably the most of the last three. Um, but Mexico just, I think its gimmick just isn't that good and it doesn't feel that interesting. You know what I me. like about Mexico? And I was thinking about this earlier is I love the mountains. Like some of it yeah, is just like, me too. like clips I've watched, not even necessarily things I've done of like people trying to climb to the highest peaks of, of Mexico and like how they built them. I think it's just really cool. And, and there's something that just adds a, like a new element to it because I think largely most of these games are flat. You have hills and you have, unclimbable plateaus and weird things like that. But this had felt like it had actual dynamic heights to it. And, and I really appreciated that. I, yeah, I can actually agree with you on that. I like the mountains in this. I can't think of any other game that had them quite to this degree. There was, I, I was trying to get to some marker on the other side of this mountain and it was just a pass where you're kind of going back and forth, oh, I've back been, and forth. Traveling I've been had up. by that so many it times. It felt like it went for eternity. <laughs> it tricks you but there's no other way around it you have to go through yeah it says it's like the distance is like eight miles or something like like, oh that's not that bad i could do i could do eight miles that'll just take me like five minutes and it's so much just back and forth you're like oh good or you take like a 30 mile trip Uh, i will give it to him it is or yes those are your options (laughs) so i i will give it to him that 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 is true that that is i think something that is completely different in this game I see. I'm for me. Australia was my favorite, but I actually think Mexico now is my favorite because you made a point, Aaron, where you said you hate driving off the roads, and this is one thing I, I agree with you. But Mexico, I love that for the most part, the vegetation majority of the time is cactus, and you can just destroy them yeah. and run right through them. So I love just kind of going off roads, and just I love the the dunes. I love the mountains. You can just hit these crazy jumps. I think Mexico is a lot of fun and I enjoy the city aspect of it too. There's not a lot of city, but I actually enjoyed like how the city is designed because for, so now Australia would be second for me. And now third is great Britain. I did not like great Britain. I agree with you, Aaron. The topography was very similar. I hated the cities in great Britain. I always I found them the really cities. annoying. I found them so annoying I found their turns oh. so tight that they just weren't fun. And I did not care for the four seasons. I hated when it was a week and it was winter and I was like, crap, I got to change all my tires and my cars. I just got to like, I don't know. I just you, didn't care. You, for you hated like having to interact with the game that you can just, you know, put it on easy mode and have the car <laughs> drive for you and you just collect a bunch of wheel spins and get 50 levels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was an exploit in the great Britain one. I just didn't do it, Keith. So oh, shocking. Your, 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 your point is moot. <laughs> But uh, anyway, but no, I, I mean, I, I disagree. Like, I do agree with you all. I, for the most part, I agree with you, Aaron. I do think the storms aren't utilized as well in Mexico. But when they happen, I, I think they're amazing. I think just Mexico as a setting in general really flexes the graphics of this game. 
like as you guys were saying of like the you know the volcano mountains like the rocks themselves are just gorgeous looking when you're hitting those massive jumps and you can just see the great distance in mexico when you're playing on a series console i guess i should iterate it's just it's gorgeous the landscape i think is just impeccable so yeah you're not seeing a lot of like yeah you're not getting winter you're not actually getting like a a wet fall or you know a really rainy spring but the storms i think are cool like doing a race with a huge hurricanes going on or a sandstorm it's really cool looking so one funny thing that stands out to me though is it like we do keep talking about like how good the graphics have always been and they have always been really good but i was going back and i was looking through some old clips and i was looking at some clips from forza horizon 3 and wow have they come a long way like yeah Three is like it bad. It wasn't looking. bad, but like after having played as much as I've now played a Forza Horizon Five and even Four at this point, but like it, it was like it was just stark difference because I think especially like I at that point I wasn't playing on a One X and I, I think I forgot like 1080p versus 4K and and it just <laughs> yeah. it it's pretty stunning the difference. It doesn't look bad, but it's noticeable. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I. I think this is where you start to see a little bit of the generational leap. It's like you, like I, like you said earlier. I think Forza Three would have been probably on the first, probably like on the Xbox One. Yeah. So no, I yeah. doubt even the Xbox One X existed at that point. So uh, yeah, if you look at graphics from just that generation to what you get now, uh, yeah, that's like night and day. It's pretty crazy. And one thing I also found to be pretty disappointing with Forza Five. I don't know if you guys agree with me. I was not impressed with the radio this time around. Oh, I found, yes. Yeah. It sucks. I found the radio... I didn't, one, find there to be too many amazing songs that I liked, but only that, this, I felt like I was getting repeating songs so quick. I feel like each radio station only has like six tracks. Yeah. I was really disappointed in the catalog of music I this time I was trying around. to remember, did they ever add new tracks to the last game? Because I thought they did, but I might just be I could making... not verify, but I swear they yeah, did too. Yeah, same. And that's one thing that I'm like trying to hold out a little bit of hope for. But honestly, yeah, like we we talked a pretty in depth about it on the, our year in review episode about how much we love Forza Horizon Four because of the radio. And as much as I still loved my classical radio station, I, I was like, yes, I, it just yeah, felt like it was the was same doing. four or five songs, and it got tiresome. And then beyond that, I didn't really care for any of the other radio stations. Like there, there would always be a good one that would have like, I don't know, like I, I just felt like I could always find something. This one I did. I found myself not really caring to listen to the radio at all. I wonder if it has something to do with licensing issues. Cause didn't they have to, but I think this is more car related than it is music related. Didn't they have to shut down an older Forza game? Yep. Like, yeah, they took it off of Game Pass. They had, it yeah. was Forza no, no, no. 7 or something like that. Yeah, Forza Motorsport 7. And it, yeah, it's no longer available for sale, but you can still play it. Yes. And it's because of music licensing really? issues. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe then. No, I don't think it was music licensing. I thought it was car licensing issues. Like, oh, they were yeah, allowed yeah, to have, right, right, yeah. you know, a Nissan Z or something like that for X amount of years and then had to be taken out. But I wonder if this also somehow gets related in there as well. If there's expiration on the music, so they specifically have to cut down to things that they can get a little bit more control over. I wonder if it, because it's it'd be weird to me that you wouldn't keep the music expanded to that degree. But I, I could be wrong. But I, I, it makes me wonder. I just think it's odd 
that they don't allow like a Spotify radio station and you can play your Spotify music within game. Do you remember back in the day on the original Xbox, you could play Project Gotham Racing and if you installed music onto your hard drive, you could play it. Like back in the original Xbox, they kind of had that feature. And I think it was Forza 3, they did have a Spotify radio like playlist you could do. Yeah, it wasn't Spotify. It was one of them, I remember. There was some... Oh, it would have been like Zoom or something like that. Yeah, I, I... I remember the functionality being there where you could add sort of your own radio, but I mean, effectively you can, I mean, when it comes down to it, you can play Spotify in the background (laughs) and you can turn the radio off. Like you have your own option. You, you lose out on the skill songs, which yeah, if you're trying to climb a leaderboard that basically doesn't exist for the highest skill point, (laughs) you know, skill run or whatever, you're going to lose out on that with a skill run. But skill points are not hard to come by in this game. It's you can, you can earn those. Anyway. Well, see, just I, ask Andrew. <laughs> I don't <laughs> shut up. See, but I don't want to fully mute the sounds though, because but you don't have to, you, the sound effects of the, the game is amazing. Off. You don't mute the sounds, Andrew. Oh, like, that's true. Andrew, if you go into menu, go to the fourth screen, <laughs> go down to the ninth block to the right, Click that one. That's audio settings. Go down to the seventh block from there. Then just turn down, Music, turn up in-game volume. <laughs> or, or you, you got just, it. Or you just Very easy. hit the radio button until the radio <laughs> turns off. I I think I feel like we've been overly negative on this. Game. I know I do too. I feel like we uh, but, we sound like we hate this game, but I but really what, love this. Re, really, what we're doing is we're nitpicking because it is multiple generations of a very very good game. Yeah, and. What ends up happening is it becomes very easy to compare this game to the game before it to the game before it. And if things aren't quite right between the two, you notice it. Or if things aren't changing between the two, you notice it. So it just becomes very easy to nitpick, but it, it truly is. So what you're saying is this is like a well-done version of what Madden could be. Like they could actually take a game and build on it every year and, and still basically offer Good the same Lord. product instead of offering you a worse game every year. <laughs> I don't. How the heck do you compare these types of games? No, this is nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. saying in a good way. Matt, I'm saying Matt that, and- like in a in a good way, they've found a way to build on these games, largely keep them the same, but they're still great. And so that all you can do is nitpick these little things, whereas Madden somehow progressively gets worse every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and but I would say, all right, here's here's my bold suggestion. I say next time they make a Forza game. It is not a Horizon game, all right? What I say is you make something a little bit more Forza goofy. Forza Dawn. But no. So what you do is it's still <laughs> open world, okay? And you are in your own car gang, okay? And it's owned by different territories throughout the map where you have to win races and do challenges in those to create more of your territory to start to take it over. This is just a basic so idea. Okay, I'm just throwing this out here. Speed. Nope, we're calling it Forza Wars. <laughs> does, and does your car have guns? Oh man, so uh, many guns. No, but you, you guys saw that uh, that Twisted Metal's coming back. Please right? tell me yeah. it's not going to oh, be yeah. a PlayStation exclusive. Of course Dang, it is. Of course it is, Keith. I, which is such a bummer because. I've missed that genre of game. I, although I wonder if they suck nowadays. Oh, like, I, I bet they of, suck. I bet I, playing I them is it's it's so the boring. The one that they came out with for PlayStation Three, I remember being amped for that, and then I played it. And I was like, it just doesn't scratch the Twisted Metal Two itch. Like nothing will ever well, top Twisted Metal Two. Well, I wonder if that genre like died out for a reason. We just didn't 
we were just too young to realize why. And now, like, we would play it and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is why this thing needed to die. Uh, what was yeah. that one on the N64? Vigilante a, 8. Yeah. Vigilante 8. That was a good one, too. That so one you, can, you can still buy that. That is still on the arcade. And anytime I see a video of it, I'm like, that doesn't look very fun anymore. <laughs> I used so, to love that game. I played the crap out of it. But anytime I see so videos good. of it, I'm like, that's just really kind of boring. Yeah, it's it's a shame. So I, I wonder when they bring this thing back. If everyone's going to play it and be like, oh, yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> because, oh. because think about it. It, it. You're trying to be a first-person shooter in a, 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 in, a, in a vehicle that can't strafe. You go forward and backwards. So, like, you're chasing each other while shooting but can't really dodge. I don't know. It is, it is car combat is a weird concept. Well, well, to go even further beyond that, that's why I always had a huge, like, problem with Mech Assault games. Because you're this big hunking robot, even kind of a little bit in Titanfall. I kind of got sick of being in the Titans because you're, you're kind of a massive target. So I basically get to shoot a lot of rockets at you. You get to shoot a lot of rockets at me and I might tip behind a wall. But then the next you guy- You dash in Titanfall. Just, yeah, but then the next guy's going to come and then he'll finish me off. So it was like, okay, cool. I, it's- <laughs> I think it's kind of the same thing with car combat. You just you're kind of stuck facing one direction, and once you got the tar kicked out of you, you just kind of die again. It's like yeah, eh, I don't know. I'd like to think that like so, car driving in games has evolved enough that it could feel smooth. I guess yeah, it'll feel smooth, but not fun. Possibly, I don't, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to be so helpful, in, but I. I I don't. I don't have a PlayStation to, to play it anyways. To, to be clear, uh, to be clear. Well, as another side note, um, uh, Twisted Metal will also be a TV show. Um, but I could see. I that, am. I'm just saying, if Forza Wars does want to add guns to cars, I will accept that decision, just because I think that will bring it to the next level. Um, but they just need to make sure that it flows nicely. So just putting that in there. So that's what I'm saying. Get rid of the Horizons thing. The Horizons thing, we've done it before. I don't need to be in Poland three years from now, and that's the new location, and it's super exciting. Just, it's time to move this genre. I like the open world, but let's do something different. Let's bring something else in here. Go to space. Okay, space. Great. Yes, forward to space. <laughs> Uh, love that idea too. Honestly, with lasers on the moon feels like it would be one of like the the DLCs for one of these games. Yes, it does. <laughs> I actually was going to bring that question up next. So with these past Forzas, you know, Forza Three, they did Hot Wheels, and then the last one they did Legos. Legos. So they normally incorporate a big license. Do you guys have any suggestions what you would like to see? Play Doh, Funko Pop. No, I'm going to say uh, Fast and the Furious. They they kind of did that already. There is Family. a there is an arcade called Forza Horizon, like Fast and Furious or something like that. It was its own separate game. It was like a two to three hour game, and it was I think it was free. So they kind of did Fast and Furious already. I can't. I'm trying to think like what's a good what's a good like uh well if you think about it, okay so those last two are very toy related. Like could you just do a Nerf version? Possibly. And then, you do a fun little mini games with Nerf guns, micro on cars. machines. Okay, I I have a suggestion. Playmobil. What if, no. What if they did, um, Forza Horizon Arkham, and it takes place in the Batman universe. No, I think it could work really well. The Batman movie's coming out soon. 
you just in have a whole DC universe of just you being kind of an Arkham. And that was my original thought was going, oh, it'll be something like it'll be uh, DC characters or something like that. That was my original thought. But I was like, they're not very car related, like the Batmobile. And that's end of vehicles. Uh, no, you could do like the the penguin had a car, the Joker. Oh, okay. Has like a sedan. Well, and and actually, <laughs> as much as I still say no on your whole thing, Andrew, it, the the one thing I will say is that if, from what I remember, in actually both the Lego one and the Hot Wheels one, there was like five five vehicles that were like key vehicles to it. So yeah, I guess if you can come up with five DC universe vehicles, you can do it. The Ghost Rider? Oh no, that's Marvel, right? Uh, Ghost yeah. Rider is Marvel. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Do he had a motorcycle. Because <laughs> uh, my other suggestion was if they just went into Halo and did a whole Halo universe. Because there isn't a Halo mission this time around. Yeah, but so I what think, if they made a Halo DSC? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they've had hovercrafts, but I just feel like it might be weird to have a ghost in Forza Horizon. Like how many how, I, how many vehicles can you really do? I don't. I guess. I'm, I mean, because the Warthog already is introduced. I, I, you can still have the Warthog. I know it's not far off a of Hot Wheels, but I, I think micro machines could be cool. Are micro machines even a thing? I don't. They, I don't think they're a they thing weren't. anymore. It was a sweet Nintendo racing game, micro machines, that I remember. I used to play the heck out of. Yes, I actually remember that too. That was a lot of fun. That game was cool. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, you. I feel like you could do that. Um, that's the best one I got. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm really curious what they're gonna do for the DLC. Have you guys bought the season pass yet already? No, I usually like to wait till it goes on sale and I can get like both DLCs for the price of one because they kind of always do that. Like, I the Forza Three, as you recall, I bought the full on hundred dollar version. It was before Game Pass for one thing, and then just beyond that, I was like, I was all in. I wanted my I wanted my two days early. I wanted all the bonuses. I'm at a point now, especially with Game Pass, and I just don't buy games. Like, I want the DLCs for these, but I'll, I'll wait till they go on sale. It's a good call. Yeah, I've never. Uh, no, I've purchased three. I have purchased the Hot Wheels one. Yeah, you bought the Hot Wheels one. And you bought the uh, the Mountain one, and so you bought both of them. Uh, Forza Horizon Three. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that, that one. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I've gotten. I, I didn't get any on the last one. See, I got them in both of them, and I enjoy their DLC. So I didn't buy it yet, but I, I'm with you, Keith. I usually wait till they just go on sale. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we'll kind of uh, wrap up a little bit. I guess the next thing, of course, is the achievements. And as far as achievements go, there's really not too much to report on. It's still very similar to what they kind of always done of as you're progressively unlocking more events and doing the things, you get the achievements. So the achievements aren't very fun and they're not the greatest achievement hunting achievements, but they're also not very difficult to get. I don't know if you guys have noticed them at all, but yeah, as far as achievements go, I wouldn't recommend for achievement hunters. It's just, they're fun. it's okay. It's there. Very, very forgettable for me. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm like halfway through. I, halfway through all of them? I think so. I, I mean, I don't know as far as far as score. I was actually just looking at, I think I'm at like 24 or 58 or something. Uh, one of our listeners, Curtis, he's like at like 800 out of 1,000. That's for impressive. It. Yeah. I'm at, I'm yeah, at, he's got I'm at 440 out of, out of 1,000 with 28 out of 53. So I'm missing some of the bigger ones, but I still got quite a few. And, and honestly, a lot of them, like you said, really easy. I just have to go around and like, finish collecting the the barn finds and all that which is another thing that i i don't want to gripe about but i wish the barn finds were more interesting they're really just a chore 
at the end of the day. It, they kind it's of like, are, yeah. oh, okay, here's the circle of area. Drive around. You'll find a barn. Cool. And then you get a neat car that everyone has. Like The only thing that I will say that it added is the ability to gift cars. And that goes through barn finds, which is – that's kind of a cool little function of this game. But outside of that, I – that was kind of a lackluster thing. Yeah, I remember when barn finds were such like a cool concept, and now it's like, ugh. yeah, like oh great, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna drive back. And, and it's forth. again, it's a, th- it's a thing that has not evolved. It just hasn't evolved. So it's just you've done it before. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and I suck. Yeah, at the barn finds. It's like, yeah, cool. I got another you know level 100 D class car like that. I'm never gonna use unless I soup it up. But yeah, it's just it's just more things to collect, which is okay. Uh, but anyway, I guess uh, we can get our final thoughts here. Did you want to go first, Aaron? Uh, yeah. So I would say, uh, for most people, if this is your first time playing a Forza game, this is a great one to start with. I they, to me, you do not need to play any other Forza game. Um to kind of understand what's happening here. You get it pretty, pretty easily. Um, gosh, we even forgot to mention the rewind feature Again, a feature that's existed in so many Forza games. Um, this game is perfect for any type of person. Um, whether you're somebody that really cares about, you know, the, what do you, what would you call it? Simulation style racing, or if you're just in a relaxed mood, it, it can really do it all. Um, so great game, great gra- graphics, I just wish it evolved a little bit more, but uh, still great for anybody. Uh, Score-wise, I am going to give it an 8.1. 8.1. I don't know. How do I, how do I follow I, I'm that? assuming you mean 81. We do it to 100 scale. Oh, that's right. You do it on 100. So 81. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, 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 this is probably the most negative I've ever talked about a Forza Horizon game, but at the same time, it's not because I don't like it. It's it's awesome. It's just I, Aaron said it best earlier that it's just it's hard to just keep comparing it to kind of the same thing and not nitpick all the small things. So it, it's absolutely a game. There's nothing I can I can tell you is really wrong with this game from an actual gameplay perspective. It's tons of fun, and it it just makes racing easy. I mean, I can put this hand a controller in the hands of a three-year-old and yeah she's not going to win any races but she's going to have a blast just destroying trees and and all of the things so it's just it's accessible and it's fun so i can't give it my i don't know i think a 98 but i'm I'm going to stick with oh i'm going to go different this time i'm going to give this an s class one what's what's the what's the numbers on that like <laughs> 920 okay we'll go <laughs> it's that was a really convoluted game, but okay. I'm trying, we'll I'm trying to think of the, the how the, <laughs> the cars are rated in the game. Sure. This game's an S1. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I fully agree with you. I, I do feel bad. I do feel like, yeah, we were nitpicking this game. This game is still absolutely fantastic. It's just this game is a perfect example of don't fix what isn't broken. Well, there is, as we have been hearing, there's the little things that we wish would be fixed. But the core concept of the game is just stellar. The racing is so much fun. Co-op is a blast when it works. Yeah, I fully agree with you, Keith. Like This game is just fully accessible from how you can adjust the difficulty. I play this with my two-year-old. She sits on my lap. I drive, but she loves to steer and just hit the trees, and she finds it hilarious. So, yeah, you can really play this game with anyone. Like it is just, It's just a fun game where you just pick up and just destroy the countryside, and you can just have a blast with it. I, I was disappointed in the radio station, but the overall sound effects are impeccable. The sound of the cars, the racing when the storms hit, it's it's this game is so much fun to have a headset with. Yeah, there's just it's just the same great game. So 
if you know what you're getting into, you know you're going to have a fun time. And if you never played a Forza game, I would say, yeah, just stick with five and you're going to have a fun time. Uh, for me, I, I'm probably just going to give this one actually just a solid 90. You know, it's still great. I still have a lot of fun with it. I just, I was expecting more. I just wanted, I just want something to really kind of wow me with this one, but it's still the same great game and I love it though. Uh, as far as it goes for Metacritic, uh, for Metascore, it has a 92. And for user score, it's an 8.6. All right. So much more fun but, uh, than this is the Metacritics. I know, because she actually looks up and re- finds people. I tried to see if our uh, fourth co-host was here, and he didn't give a review on it yet. So It's, it's the beauty I, of, of, of our dynamic. Liz does like all the hard research work for us, because she's not so much into the gaming aspect. And then we just dive in on the gameplay. <laughs> but she loves the statistics and facts and stuff like that. Sorry, Aaron, you're just not Liz. But thanks for joining My us. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I think that's going to do it us for this week. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. If you have a game suggestion, please email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at GBGBpod, Facebook at GBGBpod. Nope, just GBGB. <laughs> I, I always forget. I, I literally do this every week, and I'm like, what are we actually at? I don't know. People will find us. Um <laughs> Uh, we are also on Xbox at a game club at Game Pass Pals. Uh, I'm going to re- reiterate that one because if you are doing the achievements, the achievement hunts with us, I will actually be posting mid-month uh, who's in first place so you can kind of compare and see how you are doing in the standings. Because uh, it's just a little fun thing we do to see who can get the most gamer score at the end of every month. Uh, I've been your hardcore gamer, Tanju. You can find me on Xbox Live, Firebird Z1952. Aaron, where can people find you? Well, you can check out my movie podcast if you want, Real Movie Talk. Uh, That's R-E-E-L. We do a podcast every single week. As far as it goes for finding me, like if you're really looking for me, I'm nowhere. So don't bother (laughs) looking for me. I'm a ghost. He lives in your mind. I actually died years ago. (laughs) I guess this is weird because I'm going last but I still don't have yeah, anything are, interesting yes. to say. I wanted our guests because you weren't going to say anything interesting anyway. So I passed it off to Aaron so we could actually do a plug. I, I was really going to try and say something interesting, but now I can't because now I'm on the spot. Boo! <laughs> Thanks again, Aaron, for joining us. You suck at this podcast. Jeez! <laughs> this is my first time. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye. See you.